0: There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghosts of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you for joining me for episode 70. This episode, I'm going to talk about why spirits linger and what causes it and is it a real thing are there different types of lingering spirits we're going to cover all that plus we are going to talk about the washington bigfoot photos that have been circulating around for the past month or so that is what i want to get to and let's go ahead and start ghost in the night with phil sams Now a few weeks ago, you probably saw this on Twitter. The Washington State Highway Authority posted a picture on their Twitter account and it showed what appeared to be some kind of figure which a lot of people said it was probably Bigfoot or could have been a Bigfoot and there's a big hubbub about it, it went viral. Now I saw the, the picture myself, I've read some of the comments now, I'm not saying it was Bigfoot. I don't know what it was, honestly. It was just something weird, some kind of figure, weird figure that was on that picture. Now, like I said, it went viral. Everybody was saying this is proof of Bigfoot. Now, this is a camera. It was a still photo, and it showed the road, a wooded area, and it looked like something was by a tree. Now, it could have been anything. Like I said, it looked like a actual figure figure. Couldn't tell the size of it because there's no perspective. There's nothing to judge the size. Could have been big. Could have been just a person in, you know, an outfit or even just in a heavy coat. You really couldn't make a lot out of it. Now, let's fast forward. I believe this was last month sometime and I posted it on, I shared it on my Twitter account at night underscore ghost. The other day I read an article where they had solved the mystery. And their explanation for this was basically they said somebody had put a cardboard or some kind of cutout of a Sasquatch of a Bigfoot there. That's what the picture was. And because a few days later, it wasn't there. It's not in all the pictures. It was there and then it wasn't there. So I'm assuming this isn't a video. This is a still photography or a still photo. And it's there, it's not there, and so that explains it. Somebody put a cardboard cutout there. I was like, okay, very interesting, but the more I started thinking about it, and I'm sure you probably started thinking about it as well, this doesn't make sense. This excuse or this rationalization of this anomalous picture, I was like, okay, so they're saying somebody put a cardboard cutout. Okay, very possible, but if you caught a picture of the cardboard cutabout, cutout, I'm assuming this is motion detected camera of some sort, like a game camera. Why didn't they catch the picture of the person actually placing the cutout? And hell, why didn't they get catch a picture of the person removing the cutout? Because it wasn't there. It was there. and Now it's not there. So where are the pictures of the person actually placing this cutout there? So this reason, this whatever you want to call it, doesn't make sense. They didn't think it through very far. Just don't tell me that it's somebody placed to cut out there. Have evidence to back it up. You can't tell anything from the still photo. Let's be completely and totally honest. Still photography is hard, can be misinterpreted. Videos a little bit, if it's not doctored or not faked, is a little bit easier to actually understand and actually go through or actually come to some kind of rational explanation. But just don't say, "Eh, it's cardboard cutout and then nothing. Because I'm not buying that either. I'm not saying what the original thought was of it being a Bigfoot was actually true. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense, your explanation for it, because there should be pictures of somebody else or somebody placing that cutout or somebody at least removing the cutout. Post those as well to prove your point. This is the problem with debunking and the problem with cryptozoology and even the paranormal, ghost hunting, all this. If you're going to debunk something, you have to have actual evidence or proof that it is what you say it is. Just like if it was a Bigfoot or you do catch an EVP or you do hear an unexplained noise, you have to have evidence that backs up that piece of evidence or at least reasons why, and explain those reasons. Just don't tell me, that oh, was a cardboard cutout. And don't explain why it was a cardboard cutout. Because I said so does not work in this case. So you're going to have to do better than that. You might be right, but give me the other evidence. Tell me the whole freaking story. I'm not going to take your opinion for it. I don't know what it was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a cardboard cutout. If it was, tell me how they put it there, when they put it there, and the photographic evidence that they did put it there. It's a big clusterfuck, and I'm just not buying it per se. It's almost like, I don't know what it's almost like. It's just frustrating. This is the problem with the paranormal. This is why it's so frustrating. So I don't know. Now let's go ahead and dive into what I really want to talk about today, and that is the question of do spirits actually hang around or do they linger? Is there a reason for it? What causes them to seem to actually just stick around? And is, and is this the cause of you know haunted locations or whatever? Now, I have a few theories on this, and these are my theories. These aren't backed by any kind of science, I guess. It's just from what I've experienced, from what I've read, other people's thoughts, other people's theories. That I'm kind of meshing it all in to kind of form my own opinion and go from there and try to answer some of these dilemmas or answer this question that I feel that has driven me to go down this path. First, I think you really have to answer the question of what are spirits what are ghosts before you even start to navigate this question i personally believe that there are two types of spirits or entities and i'll use the word entity and they all kind of sprout from that whenever somebody thinks of ghosts the most common thought is that they are the spirits of the dead when you die you pass on and move on to the next realm and then the second one are the non-living entities. Now, most people associate the non-living entities to demons or to evil spirits or, or what have you. That I don't think that's necessarily always the case. I do think there are beings that do live in that spirit world or that other dimension that never experienced life or li- took a breath on this realm now I think that the spirit world is all around us and that is part of I don't necessarily say think a place is haunted per se I think a place that appears to be haunted might just be a crossing point or a thin spot or something in this realm has caused a overlap or something or has caused something to actually make it easier for us to tune in to actually be able to actually experience or sense some things. I, you know, I'm not 100% sure. Or I don't 100% believe that a place, say a building or a graveyard or whatever, whatever you have been, I'll talk, I'll touch on graveyards because I have a separate theory on that as well. I don't think those, locations are haunted per se. I think it's the environment. It's just, for some reason, there's a reason that we can actually tune into those, that other realm or have some kind of paranormal interaction with other beings or experience something in those areas, Because whether it be something to do with, say, the 37th parallel. You know, a lot of paranormal activity happens along that, line, or could it be some kind of atmospheric thing with us, with, whether it be electromagnetic or, I don't know, gravity or whatever. I don't understand it. I don't claim to understand it, but I do think it's the area that is not haunted. I think that's the wrong word. I think it's just a thin spot. It is where we are most successful. We can not actually experience some stuff, because I personally think the spirit world, like I said, is all around us it's a different dimension. We just can't tune into it. We can't see it. We can't actually feel it all the time. I think our bite, our bodies are interacting with that all the time. And that might be what some of us are picking up on, especially empaths. You know, when they sense things, when they feel, you know, something like that, like I've, I have, I've often thought that, you know, how if you're sitting around or you're walking somewhere or you're doing something and you just get a cold chill or a shiver or you start shivering for no reason. And a cold cold chill was not the best word for it, but I'm sure you've just kind of shivered for for some reason. That could be us, you know, maybe having some sort of contact with that other realm because we're occupying somewhat of the same space, but we just can't see it we can't hear it all the time all the arrows have to line up and everything has to be perfect for us to actually sense it or actually hear it or actually interact with it so that could explain why activity or certain locations have more activity than others it's just maybe something in our environment in their environment you combine it it creates some sort of dare I say the word portal but just a thin spot, almost a window into that other realm or that other dimension, whatever verbiage you want to use. So this could be one of the reasons why sometimes spirits linger. Now, most people think of spirits that haven't crossed over yet or are in purgatory, whatever your religion or whatever your thoughts on that are. But a lot of people think there are different levels and you hang out in one area when you die, and then you move on to heaven, hell, or whatever religious faction you go with, or whatever religious thought you have, or however you believe, you move on from there. Or is this another dimension to where our spirit bodies or our spirit consciousness moves on after we pass, and then we interact with those other entities or other spirits that never were one of us here? And with those thin spots just is where we're picking up on that. That is, a, I believe, a valid thought. I think it's very possible, just as possible as purgatory, heaven, hell, all of that. But who's to say that's not the case? It might not be. I could be just talking out my ass here. But you have to really think about it and be open to that idea. Now, a lot of people talk about cemeteries and everything. And I think cemeteries are a different issue. I do not think that people or the spirits of the dead are hanging out at cemeteries. And I've said this in past episodes or in, I know at least once that when I pass on, you will not catch an EVP of me or see my aberration at a graveyard. A one, because I'm not going to be at a graveyard, but I wouldn't want to be at that place. I think whatever you experienced or whatever you catch any whether it be E V P or sense, I think there's a different reason for that. We are energy, our emotions project energy and that can actually imprint into the environment, I believe. And there's nothing more traumatic than death. I'm not talking about trauma to the actual person who is passing on. I'm talking about The loved ones, the people that are left behind. That is very traumatic. Most of us have experienced death in our lives, whether it be grandparents, parents, friends, whatever. As you get older, you start experiencing that more. And that is a very traumatic time. You are filled with emotions. So naturally, at a funeral, emotions are high. You are projecting that emotion into the atmosphere. When you have a bunch of people at your funeral, or at a funeral, and all those people are grieving, all those people's emotions are off the charts. They are putting that energy, and that could imprint onto the environment of the graveyard. So what people catch or people experience in this graveyard is not an intelligent haunting, I don't believe. I believe it is more of a residual haunting. It's more of the energy of that environment and all the stress and all the tragedy has imprinted on that area and that is what we are catching. That is what we are misinterpreting as an intelligent type haunting. There very well could be spirits coming and going just in the other realm occupying somewhat of the same space. That's very possible. But I I really believe that a majority of the experiences had at a graveyard. A it's a creepy place, especially if you're there in the evening. So that plays into it. Your mind can trick you into experiencing things that, you know, might not truly be paranormal. But I just think the energy of that area or that energy in that environment around a graveyard is charged and it's more of a residual type haunting that you are picking up. So I'm not big on graveyards. I will go. I've been to a few, but I don't expect a lot when I go to a graveyard because I, or when I've been at a graveyard, I think it's more, like I said, more residual than anything else. Just like, say, Gettysburg or any Civil War battlefield or any battlefield of any conflict that has happened throughout history, there's always paranormal activity associated with those areas. That is the same as a graveyard. It's very traumatic. There is, emotions are so high. Fear, death, all of that imprints on that area. So I think a lot of that is residual paranormal activity. So that could explain why spirits seem to linger in those type of areas or those type of environments. More often than not, Locations that seem to have spirits lingering around or always present are always high stressed areas, always areas of high emotion or areas of tragedy or areas where suffering has occurred. Battlefields, graveyards, hospitals, prisons, infirmaries, asylums, all of those have such a highly charged atmosphere. So, in return, the atmosphere is charged, you are more likely to receive those energies back at you. And that is what you are experiencing. It's more residual. Even noises that can be heard at, say, a hospital, of maybe a wheelchair, any kind of noise is just a replay, is just the energy of that time, energy of when something traumatic happen and the more people are there the more highly charged it is the more you can experience it i think it depends on the person experiencing that stuff in those type locations if they are more sensitive they're more in tune to their environment more in tune to what they feel and their senses they can pick up on that residual that energy that has been imprinted on that environment so that is a valid and in, in my opinion a very good reason for spirits to seem to want to linger that is why you know all these paranormal shows go to all of these areas or all these locations that have had some sort of traumatic experience jails hospitals asylums infirmaries all those things they are said to be extremely haunted and it's probably more just residual more just energy as always you know let me know what you think and I don't think this, you can have both. I'm not saying every hospital is, or every prison, is just a residual haunting. And that is what we are interpreting as paranormal, or an intelligent, interpreting as an intelligent, because it's just more of a coincidence. No, there very well could be a connection to a location, which, like I said earlier, is a thin spot. Maybe all of that energy creates that thin spot, or creates makes it like a magnet to the spirit world or to that other dimension to where things can kind of bleed through a little bit. So you might get a more of an intelligent type haunt or more of an intelligent type response. But then you go to just a random home, you know, somebody's home who's experiencing something. I'm sure there's been some traumatic experiences there, which could explain, but it's just, it's a crapshoot and nobody really understands. And I've said this a million times, If anybody tells you they have all the answers, they don't. We are all playing a guessing game. I mean, science is kind of weaving its way around, and I think science and the paranormal or the supernatural is closer now than it ever has been. I firmly believe that science will prove the afterlife, or not afterlife, I should say, will prove the paranormal, just for the mere fact of there is some things we don't understand. If you go down to the quantum level, You know, there's some things we don't understand, and some of the greatest minds in science today believe in a multiverse. Maybe that's what we're experiencing and is what we call paranormal activity. You know, it's just a thin spot to where the different universes are close or overlap, and we are picking up on that. We are hearing that. We are sensing that. We are seeing something that is projected. I really believe science will prove or at least answer the question of the paranormal before it's all said and done. But like I said, let me know what you think. Let me know your experiences. If you have an experience in a location like a asylum or like an infirmary or a hospital, let me know what you think. Do you feel that it was more of a residual or in more of an intelligent haunt? And if you feel it is an intelligent, I want you to think about it rationally. Could it just be a coincidence or do you feel you're really getting responses or that spirit or that entity was actually shown on command? You know, let me know what you think. Be sure to let me know those experiences. Be sure to email those experiences to me at podcast at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook group. I have teamed up with the Cincinnati Ghost Chasers. I'm a member of and I go out on investigations with. They have a Facebook group and we've kind of combined forces to have this group where we can share our experiences, our investigations, or if you want to join, by all means, join the group, become a member and share your experiences, see what evidence or what potential evidence we present or I present. You can catch the podcast there. I have some other things I want to do with that group page and that will incorporate the ghost chasers and the podcast. But you can join that and interact with me there as always. You know, don't forget there's always Twitter, but share your experiences, share your opinion on what I say, what evidence I present or potential evidence. Cause if I put out a piece of potential evidence, I I'm looking for an opinion cause I don't have all the answers and not everything I present or I feel is paranormal is truly paranormal the more people the more eyes we have looking at something our ears listening to something the better we are at proving or the better chance we have of proving something is truly paranormal check that out and share your experiences there or you can just send me a direct email that works as well now i want to take this time to actually thank everybody who listens to this podcast everybody who reaches out and who do ask questions. Do give me their opinions. I appreciate all of you. And if you haven't reached out, if you haven't just sent me an email, say, hello, hey, I like what you're doing, or you have some interesting thoughts, share them with me. Just reach out and say, hi, I love getting involved in communicating with you guys. I just don't do this to answer those questions or find hopefully find some answers. I do it for the interaction with people who have had experiences who have had things happen in their life that they can't explain, whether that be spirits, ghosts, cryptozoology. I'm fascinated by the Bigfoot phenomenon, UFOs, extraterrestrials, whatever, because I honestly believe they are all connected. So let me know. Reach out and say hi and share those experiences with me. Alrighty, that's going to wrap up this episode of Ghost in the Night. Thank you for checking out episode number 70. I greatly appreciate it. If you have any comments, be sure to go to ghostinthenight.com. You can leave a comment there. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, however you listen to your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, or the Apple Podcast, whatever they do now. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Any place you listen to podcasts, be sure to follow us. And also don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do episode, we put these episodes all on our YouTube channel. You can always get a hold of me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. We are on Facebook at Ghost in the Night. And I really look forward to hearing your comments and your thoughts on this particular concept of why spirits linger so till next week take care everybody